Yo. Hey. Yo. <laughs> Chris. It's Amber. <laughs> How's it going? It's going so well, man. Uh, how are you? Great, yeah. I just want to make sure that sounds are good on, on your end and you're ready to go. Yeah, sounds are perfect on my end. Just let me know if I'm a little quiet because I get that sometimes. Gotcha. Well, I, 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 I gotcha. I got you in my ear, so we're, we're good to go. So I play a theme song here. Hello and welcome to Hello, We Don't Talk, Let's Talk, the show where I, Christopher Hua, reconnect with old friends. And today we have the frenetic uh, Amr. I've never had to say your last name before, Amr. Farag? Farag? Uh, Farag. Farag. Yeah, it's Farag. But yeah, it doesn't matter how it's he's, he's made it to the show, guys. Welcome. Welcome, man. Thanks, Chris. Yeah. No, it's a great show. And um, thanks for having me on it. Always a pleasure. Uh, yeah. So, so here's, here's what I currently know about you. You're currently out in British Columbia, probably Vancouver as a guest. And you, I think in undergrad, you went to UW and you got some kind of engineering degree. Is yes. any of what I, how much of what I said is correct? That is all correct. Excellent. And then yeah, other than that, I know nothing about you <laughs> in the last uh, decade. Yeah, no, that's fine. No, actually, that's pretty good for, uh, for you know, having not been in touch for a while. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, I did civil engineering specifically at UW. Mm-hmm. Um, and then after that, I went into grad school. I did a master's in Montreal. Congrats. Uh, yeah, thanks. Um, took a while. <laughs> it, wasn't, it wasn't a very easy, straightforward uh, um, path, I guess, for that. Mm-hmm. And then after that, I really wasn't sure what I, where I was going to go after. Uh, I thought I was going to go back to KW. I mean, I like the area and all my friends are there and and family and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I, um, I, well, my brother is, was studying here at UBC at the time. And my sister just got into also a master's program here as well, just as ah. soon as I finished my, my master's program. So I just figured if they're both going to be here and we've been like um, separated from each other for a while or just haven't seen each other for a while, mm-hmm. um, I'd give it a shot here. And, uh, and see if I can find a job here. Hmm. So that's that's what ended up happening, just so we can you know, spend a little more time together since it's been like around three years that all of us were just spread across Canada. Gotcha. Um, um, yeah. Are you the middle or oldest, or what's the, what's the age structure here? I'm the oldest. Gotcha. So I got a um, younger sister and brother. A sister's older. And the brother, and um, yeah. Now, now, do you do all three of you live together now, or are you just in like the same region and just able to see each other that way? We were living together at one point. Uh, That was a bit. uh, (laughs) (laughs) It was. It was hard, uh, especially with my brother and I. We were actually sharing a room. Oh wow! And that brought us back to uh, uh, just a long time ago when we were just much younger and had to share a room pretty much for our yeah. entire lives. Probably a bit more difficult as like full grown yeah. ass men. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, and then I realized he had way too much stuff, way more than I did. Uh, um, but yeah, no, we we made him work for a bit, for a year. And then uh, my brother found a place with his friends on campus. Mm. And so he moved out. But right now, yeah, I live with my sister. Um, and yeah, we're just helping each other out, I guess. Nice. Because stuff here is pretty expensive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I... I don't envy the uh, the like the cost of living that it takes to live out there, but you know, yeah. it sounds it sounds like you're you're making it work. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, luckily, yeah, it's uh, it's going well so far. Um, so yeah, it's been probably about five or six years since I've actually seen you, probably at like a house party for someone. Um, yeah, you you mentioned that your master's was a bit of a bumpy ride. Um, uh, what in particular uh, did you find to be the challenge or the challenges? Um, it just took me longer than I expected. That was one of the things. And also um, just trying to find. So I, I went into this program because I liked it and um, I liked the lab that I got into. Mm-hmm. Um, but I didn't have a project in mind yet. So it took a while just to think of that. Um, luckily, the the people working in the lab you know, I, I, I uh, they're really nice people. They're, I liked working with them. I helped out this one PhD student specifically, and um, we've just been working together. And then from working with him, I, I realized um, maybe there's something similar to what he's been working on that I can branch off and do on my own. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, it's just a long process. And, and also I've been... Um, Taking my time, procrastinating a bit, slacking <laughs> off sometimes. Gotcha. I actually played a lot of league with the guys in the lab. Nice. And sometimes they just have like a lot of uh, just gaming sessions there. Sick, dude. Until uh, the professor walks in on us and then we're like, oh yeah, no, we're definitely working. <laughs> yeah. Listen, you got, you, 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 got to, you got to make it seem like you're working at least. Yeah, yeah, yeah. J- yeah. J- j- just press alt tab so that you, you're on your... Uh whatever programs you need to be on. And then once the eyes are away, just flip back. Yeah. Yeah. One time I forgot to do that though. And the professor <laughs> walked right past my screen. Oh dear. I was like, Oh no, <laughs> but he was focused on something else. I was like, wow, that was a, that was a freebie. Uh, you but, still playing much League of Legends these days? Not too much. No. Um, yeah, no, for, because for the, I, I mean, I was, I, we were actually using, I don't know if you should have been doing that, but we were actually using the uh, computers at the lab there for, <laughs> for, for gaming. And then, um, my laptop at home was, was terrible and not equipped uh, to handle that. Fair it was just really old. Um, I just recently got a new laptop, but yeah, it just ever since I left the lab, I didn't really have any um, reliable device to, to kind of play, play anything on. Gotcha. Um, yeah. So, as you've, uh, I assume, explored a career in like a civ eng related field, uh, like like what does a typical day look like for you? Uh, pre, yeah. we'll, we'll say pre-COVID and then see how that changes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, so I specialize in, like I went into structural engineering specifically. Civil is actually kind of, um, I guess, like a lot of other fields, you can, there's just so much you can. Mm-hmm. It, uh, it's, a, it's a big old umbrella. You just got to find the, the stream. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so what I went into is structural design and that's pretty much, um, working with architects trying to, um, um, bring their vision to life and, um, 
just making things like making sure that the building can stand up and withstand all the loads. And, and for here, actually, in this area, because it's uh, prone to earthquakes, that's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of design work behind that as well. Um, but yeah, day to day, yeah, so there's different stages in the project. Some projects can be very early, just coordinating with architects and, and um, realizing what they want and whether we can make that happen. And then um, later on stage in, in the design, um, it's more detailed. We get into like how things are connecting to each other, how things are, um, um, uh, how they'll be constructed in the end. Um, so yeah, it's just, it's, it's very, my, my role, I guess, is very technical and um, it's just making sure that everything, all the design works and, and that the building can stand. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah. So if, if there's ever a collapsed building somewhere in British Columbia, we could just uh, we could just point in your direction, be like, yeah, everyone yeah. happened. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll warn you of the places that I, I work on <laughs> and uh, we can just avoid those altogether. Sounds good. I'm, uh, still learning definitely here. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, so how long have you been doing that now? Um, a year and a half now. Uh, luckily, I'm working in like a really nice company. Um, just a great learning environment for me. And uh, people there are great as well. So yeah, it's just been just been really lucky to to work there. Um, just learning a lot. I don't think I. Uh, yeah, I don't think there. It's just going to take a while for me oh, yeah. to, to reach to the, the level that the engineers there are at. The the theory that you're going to get from your uh, like university and graduate educations is probably always going to pale in comparison to like being actually on the job. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Even after, I don't know, I was like in school for eight years and, yeah. and then it got, it started working. I was like, wow, I still don't know anything. <laughs> um, and there is, you know, that's pretty common. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, it's definitely, it's a good thing. I, I, you know, uh, got back to work and, and, uh, getting that experience and learning from it. Nice. Yeah. Uh, so like in the scope of like the, like a 24 hour period, um, like, like, what does that scheduling look like for you on a, on a regular day pre-COVID? Currently, or sorry, you mean like in general? Uh, in general. Um, so, so, so like for me, it'd be like, you know, wake up 6 a.m., 6.30, uh, <laughs> head off to work for, or like prep myself, go to work for eight, uh, do whatever I need to do at work uh, to fill up eight hours of uh, my shift, come home yeah. around 4.30, 5. Um, and then depending on the day, I either, I either play World of Warcraft, I play different video games. Uh, back in the before time, I would like go to the gym and nice, then yeah. I'd sleep and do it all over again. Nice. Wow, that's a pretty jam-packed day. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, mine is not that impressive to me. <laughs> uh, uh, I, start, I probably wake up pretty late. <laughs> I wake up uh, around 8 or 9. Um, it depends on the day, but yeah, sometimes I've I, I, I just been staying up a bit too late and so that's just been my uh, routine now um luckily it's a bit we're a bit more flexible at work and when we can start and when we can finish and you can you can kind of do you don't have to do like the full seven or eight hour day gotcha. uh, work depending on how busy you are but then you know you end up doing much more if you're doing less this one day mm-hmm. so um just yeah, a matter of like I, hitting deadlines at that point then Exactly. Yeah. Gotcha. It's all about, it's all about those deadlines <laughs> and uh, trying to meet them. And then once you're done with that, then you can just relax for a bit and then uh, get ready for the other deadline. 
if you're a procrastinator like me, I mean, you could get ahead. <laughs> but uh, yeah, um, yeah. So probably wake up around that time, roll into the roll into work about like ten, eleven, maybe sometimes. Um, you know, get teased by some of my coworkers about how late I'm coming in, <laughs> and then uh, yeah, work there for a bit, just a um, bunch of meetings, and then getting caught up with deadlines and stuff. Um, sometimes I leave pretty late, um, like around six or seven, I, I usually try to do something, um, maybe go to, yeah, recently I've been trying to work out a bit more and, um, or play soccer. There's, I've been like before COVID yeah. just constantly like, um, playing soccer a couple times a week. So that's usually when, like, if I know I'm playing soccer at like seven at night or something, then I can, I know I just need to get to work at some point until <laughs> there and then uh, <laughs> just hop on over to the, to the pitch. Exactly. Yeah. Um, Sorry. Go ahead. Oh no. And then, yeah, not much else. It's just, yeah, after soccer, just go back home, rest for a bit. And I just like to relax and unwind and watch something funny and nice. yeah, head to bed. Uh, you still following like the professional soccer leagues, right? Or yeah. Soccer football leagues. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. Yeah, I mean, they they came back now. I don't know, a couple months ago, I guess. Mm-hmm. Or, yeah, because they, they did a back. they did a pretty okay job over in Europe. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I was just even surprised that they were able to get back so early. Because I mean, yeah, Germany was one of the first countries to come, like to for their leagues to come back. If I'm not mm-hmm. mistaken, maybe there was another one before, but like one of the bigger leagues. And I felt like they still had a lot of kids. Like they still weren't out of the woods yet. They were still yeah. like just past their peak. So, but I guess they found a system to make it work. Um, yeah, I've been following that for a bit. Uh, it's hard though to watch it and not be able to play. So um, <laughs> just kind of uh, don't watch it as much if I'm not if I able to, you know, uh, take action. Exactly. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, yeah. I'm just going to take this opportunity to segue into our question from our previous guest. Uh, oh, cool. they, they they want to know who you think is going to win Champions League. Ah, that's a good question. Okay. Um, so I, I'm a big Liverpool fan and they're out. So I, I, my, my, uh, <laughs> I'm not dreams. following it as, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm not following it as attentively as I would have if they were still in there. Um, I'm more of an underdog guy. So I know, but I know Man City, Lyon, Leipzig, and Paris. Benjamin are there. Um, oh, no. Actually, Mid-City's out. Sorry. Uh, yeah, because Leon or someone beat them. I'd say probably Paris. PSG? It's, it's, they, yeah, PSG's probably the stronger one there, although I'd hope they don't win. Like, <laughs> they probably will. Gotcha. Well, yeah. uh, I'll, I'll be sure to forward that uh, reply back to, <laughs> to the last guess. <laughs> yeah, that's a good question. Uh, but yeah, so um, Emmer, uh, on the show, we like to have, we like to have structure. The structure is the whole thing, even though it may come off as super loose from time to time. No, no. Um, what is something that you've experienced or seen um, in the last little while that you would advise people to maybe do? And that's something that, that you've encountered that you would advise people to maybe not do. Yeah, uh, I, I, I think, 
yeah, something I, I encourage people to do is maybe just get out of their comfort zone from time to time. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I did an exchange in Switzerland during my undergrad. Wow. And um, yeah, I was there for six months, not too long. Um, but yeah, you just learn a lot. Like for there, I, 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 even, I chose Switzerland as well because I, I wanted to, I, before, before going there, I, I uh, brushed up my French skills <laughs> pretty much non-existent before I decided to go on into exchange. Yeah. I did Spanish in high school and French was just, um, it's just yeah, been in the was, background since like grade nine or whatever. Exactly. Even then, I, I mean, it was just, I, I never really took French before. Like as, when I started, like when I came to Canada, I, I went into like grade six and they were already at grade six level French and I, mm-hmm. I didn't take any French before that. So I missed the, pretty much. The <laughs> um, and ever since I've just been trying to uh, get by. Um, but then, yeah, I took some French courses and, and then went to Switzerland and wanted to go in a place where um, just where I'd have to kind of be forced to speak a different language a bit from mm-hmm. time to time. Um, and, um, and just, I don't know, create new experiences, learn from different people. Um, so that, yeah, that's what I, I really enjoyed that, even though it was a bit challenging, but, um, I met a lot of great people and, and had, had a great time over there. Um, and just encourage that in general, you don't have to like go out of the way, like really at far, uh, like all the way, you know, to Europe or, or to, um, um, you know, somewhere in Asia or Africa to really do that. It's just, if you want to, it could be any, anything. Yeah. It could be really anything. Even um, just as little as trying something new. That's, oh, yeah. that's, yeah. I think you just learn a lot and you, you realize how um, you're just used to like a certain routine used to, thinking in a certain way, um, which actually brings me, uh, reminds me of when you invited myself and Cheka to improv once. Yes. And um, that was a really, that was completely early on in my improv days. Yeah. And I, and I do have some follow-up questions for that, but Absolutely. Um, that was, that was just completely, yeah. And I've never done anything like that. And I was pretty terrible at it. <laughs> you were fine. I'm sure. But uh, yeah, no, I don't, I don't think so. <laughs> just, yeah, um, yeah, you guys were so comfortable in just trying different things and just, um, I mean, I think that's the whole point of it, just being like open-minded and trying to be flexible. And, oh yeah. So, so the one thing that I think made me really want to see you try it is because like I was, for some reason, in my, like in my mind, I associate with you, you with like just the mentality of saying yes to, to things. Um, you're always just, just, just down to, to hop in on whatever. Um, probably so for the most part, probably one of my favorite things about you. Um, yeah, thanks. So yeah, that's glad to see that it, it is a memory that has stuck out in your mind. Oh yeah, no, absolutely. Um, yeah, because like I said, it was just completely new thing for me, um, and just made me realize how you know even even just uh, like how limited my social like I'm I'm just used to interacting with people in a certain way. Mm-hmm that this, this kind of forced me to do it a bit differently. Um, just, uh, yeah, just thinking, saying whatever is on top of my mind and yeah. be f- free with that instead of having to think, wait, um, does that sound good? Will that be appreciated? Or, mm-hmm. um, so it's definitely a really cool skill. And, and uh, yeah, I, I just wish I, I could have came in and, and done that a bit more or, or watched you guys perform a bit more because 
they were pretty funny. I mean, they had a pretty funny group of people. Oh, yeah. I love it. was very entertaining. Love every single one of them to death. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so before we cut to your questions about that, um, I just had a few questions about uh, sort of Switzerland. Um, was that a was that like the only destination available for that uh, like study abroad or was that just like a deliberate choice? And if so, why Switzerland in particular for you? Uh, it wasn't, it wasn't, no, I think there was a couple options there for like what um, Waterloo had partners with um, other universities, uh, I guess around the world. There was one in Singapore that would have been really cool. I know some friends who went there and they had a great time. Um, for me, I wanted, uh, I was looking for like the, the university or the place I went into exchange, or I guess it was the university or Polytechnique in Switzerland. Um, it, was a, it was a good school, a strong school as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and at the same time, it's just that language of what I wanted to try a language that I felt like I could uh, or go to a place where the, the uh, main language there was, was something I could actually learn gotcha. in a short period of time or, or pick up on. Um, I, I, I was also thinking of somewhere in Spain um, because, you know, I already taken some Spanish courses, but mm-hmm. I'd still have to improve that a bit before heading over there. Um, but yeah, it was between somewhere in Spain and somewhere in Switzerland. And I think I just went with Switzerland just because, and it's also just the proximity of, or it's closer. It's just like in the heart of Europe, kind of, I mean, I guess it's more to the West, but um, it's, a, it's a really beautiful location. Mm-hmm. And the university there is also really nice and really known for its engineering. So I didn't want to, I didn't want to go to a place and sacrifice, like, even though I did end up having to repeat some of the courses because um, <laughs> they were, they were in French and that was really interesting. Uh, one of them, like I even had an, uh, an exam in French for, for one of the uh, technical courses. I'm just happy. I like, I, for that one, I passed um, <laughs> another one. I did. That was another one was an oral exam. And that Ooh, was just, hilarious. That's, a bit, that's a bit of a, that was, just a complete failure on my end there. <laughs> um, but yeah, and it was a different schooling system too. And I, I'm used to like being on top of things by like giving assignments and stuff like UW, they just keep you busy all the time and just like, you know, um, trying to keep you on your toes there. It's like, oh no, we, you know, we got one exam midterm and then one in the final. I mean, I, I know they have that here sometimes, but for engineering, we've just been kept busy oh, throughout yeah. the term. The, um, the the classic like engineering UW student meme of just like you guys don't know what work is look at my schedule yeah well no yeah it's just it, yeah the schedule seemed to be jam packed but oh yeah I think it was pretty uh, challenging for everyone regardless of your program at UW mm-hmm. so yeah yeah but it was uh, it was a good experience and I think it was a good choice to go to Switzerland and even though I had to repeat some of the courses when I got back um, I still think it was it was worth it. Um, yeah, it didn't send me back too much. Actually, I still managed to luckily graduate on time. But even then, I think it was worth the experience. For sure. Sounds like a wonderful time you had. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what were some of the most like jarring things that you had to like switch in your mind when you, when you, when you went over there for the first time? Uh, and how long did it take for you to get adjusted to like living in a foreign country? Um. Let me think of this. It didn't take me. Yeah, I don't think it took much of an adjustment. Um, oh, one thing that really helped was that I lived in a residence there 
that was pretty much all exchange students as well. Uh, so yeah, I think that helped big time. I think that's <laughs> why I was like, oh yeah, no, there wasn't really much of an adjustment. We all just wanted to get to know each other. We were all coming into this like just brand new and, and um, just had a, like, just wanted to experience as much as possible together. And yeah, yeah, I had great roommates. I lived in an apartment with like four other people. Um, I like the their way of living, the style there, the apartment styles. Actually, the whole residence complex, it was like pretty much open to each other. Like the apartments were, like we had windows that we could look into the other apartment. I guess there wasn't much privacy in terms of <laughs> just that living area. Not, of yeah. course, the bedrooms. The bedrooms are pretty private, of course. But, um, but yeah, we were just like completely open. Uh, like we had even my roommates, we were close to our neighbors and, and it, w- it was just a really nice community there. So it wasn't much of a struggle there. Um, I did not practice French language there. I didn't too much because, there were, I mean, the, the most of the, 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 like I said, there were some courses in, in French, but mm-hmm. there were majority. Like, uh, most of my, yeah, most of the interactions were also in English. And um, yeah, they, they also have different languages there, of course. That, I mean, it's, French isn't, like, because the area, the city, um, we were in Lausanne, that was, close to Geneva and that whole side is closer to France. And so it's, there's definitely that French aspect in that, um, that most people there speak French, but there's also that Swiss German. And then they also have their own local language. I forgot what it's called. It starts with an R or something. Um, but yeah, they definitely speak a lot of language. So English, def- um, English was the best way to communicate with everyone there and yeah. everyone there knew English. So yeah. Nice. Sorry, I'm just off there, but that's <laughs> <laughs> good, man. Yeah, yeah, but luckily it was a good environment and um, not much adjustment because the people there were just really cool and uh, yeah, it just felt it's, it's exactly what I was looking for. Mm-hmm. Just meeting new people, trying new things, and and I still didn't end up skiing there. I don't know. It was just a wasted opportunity. Like you're <laughs> in the Alps and yeah. <laughs> You'll, you'll, you'll go back to finish that job someday. Yeah, yeah, I have to. I feel like I have to now. So that's good. That's forcing me to go back. <laughs> yeah, just a complete waste that, that I'm so close to the Alps and I didn't end up skiing there. But now I'm here and, and I do a lot of skiing here. So oh, nice. Um, yeah. When did you start skiing? I, I've been skiing, like, I don't know, since I've learned how to ski in, at a, like since elementary school. Oh, wow. Like, I, I usually go just once a year. I'm not, I'm not like, really really good or anything or really big on it like i don't go regularly i don't have i I never really get a season pass or anything i just you know go with school trips whenever they have it and when i was younger and then with friends like once a year with family once a year and um yeah it's just but it's really fun i mean if it wasn't so expensive and uh, i'd probably get a season pass (laughs) and just buy my own and then try to go more regularly nice yeah so you said you had questions about improv yeah. that you would like to ask me. So feel free to, to ask away. Yeah. Happy to, um, to answer. Yeah. This is my favorite part of university. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, the thing is, because I've been actually watching um, a lot of the most recent episodes. So I, I've, I've, I think I feel like I've caught up to what you've been up to. Appreciate it. Or, or, or um or, you know, uh, those gap years that we haven't seen each other for that long. So, yeah, I, I wanted to get to know a bit more about 
other things that you haven't really talked about. I mean, I'm sure you talked about improv a bit, but maybe I missed that part. Um, but yeah, uh, after, like, I mean, pretty much after we kind of gave that a try, Jake and I, and, and went to improv, um, to that one improv session you had. Uh, yeah, just tell me a bit more about what, um, what you guys ended up doing as a group and whether you've been doing improv after graduating and whether you want to pursue that as well, maybe after COVID, I don't know if, uh, <laughs> um, probably not doing much right now, but yeah, but yeah, maybe afterwards. Um, so I, so I don't quite remember like the timeline about like when I invited you guys, uh, to come out to like one of the, one of the like club jams. Um, I can't remember if that was like before or after, but I wound up on like the, the sort of performance team that UW has, um, mm -hmm. which, uh, competes in like the summits that we have where like each Ontario university or well, most of the Ontario universities have like their own sort of improv clubs. And then we sort of meet up at some campus depending on what the term is. Um, and, and yeah, just have like a, a bit of a brawl mental competition of uh, who can make the, who, who are the biggest crowd pleasers or who can impress the judges. Mm -hmm. um, so I wound up doing that, I think in like the second or third year, uh that i knew that the improv team existed uh and that was cool we won our first summit and then i oh, wow. try to think i think i didn't end up going for the uh trying out for the team that for the term after mm -hmm. um so like because of like waterloo co-op the the team kind of the cycles a lot harder uh between yeah. terms than the other universities so just kind of like uh, like a new crop of people every term, more or less. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, uh, I still kept going to the club meetings up until I graduated and some of the club meetings even after I graduated. Nice. Um, but after a while, I think I just started going exclusively to the to the summits that were hosted at UW campus just to see friends that were still uh, doing their undergrads or grad programs and were still participating on the team. Mm -hmm. um, but as those people have sort of matriculated, uh, I haven't really been back to, to see them, but I, I think I went to like the first night of the, of the fall summit last year. Um, but haven't been to anything else since. And as far as improv after university, um, at the start of the year, I did kind of have an urge to go back into doing improv. And I know that there's a sort of local, uh, like improv course called the making box where, they were based out of Guelph, and I think it was run by like a UW student um, or a former UW student, but they have like a, a secondary sort of campus or, or course um, uh, in Kitchener by the, by the train station. Uh, so I'd actually signed up for that, uh, but then, you know, quarantine kind of made it so that we can't really gather in places. Mm -hmm. um, they had pivoted to a sort of online type of uh, instructional form over Zoom. Um, but I found that the differences in performing with, to like with in the same physical space as people versus performing online and especially with like any sort of technical issues that may arise, uh, it was just like a di much more different experience that I wasn't really feeling. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, so I currently much. have a, I currently have like a, a, like a credit for like a couple hundred dollars or whatever to, to, to use on like the next course that they offer as a, a physical at a, at a physical location 
So once that opens back up, I'll probably I'll probably go do the the level one course again. See if I see if I still got it. Um, yeah. And yeah, see see if see if I want to explore that more. Um, mm-hmm. Kind of apprehensive about it because I, I I stated in like uh, at least one of the previous episodes or um, like I I have pretty bad stage fright, so like mm-hmm. doing it as a career of any way in my current mental state is like terrifying. Uh, like, even, scary, yeah. yeah, like this podcast uh, has like a similar thing where like, I'm usually anxious uh, most of the time I'm recording, but because it is basically just me and a single singular person and I don't really worry too much about like who's going to watch this after I upload it, uh, it just kind of goes out into the, into the ether that is the internet. <laughs> uh, it's, it's a bit more relaxing. Yeah. 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 No, I've, um, yeah, stage fright is definitely a difficult thing to overcome. Cause yeah, when I, even when the, that one time we tried it or when I was at improv there, um, even though we were just like within the group and we were uh, interacting together, whenever it came to like, whenever it was my turn to kind of contribute to whatever the sketch or whatever mm-hmm. was going on, it's I realized how much how um uncomfortable i felt with that mm-hmm. uh, but no i think yeah i mean the fact that you're doing this and, and you're um been working on improv for a while um does it seem like something you can overcome with time um or it's it, it's just something i guess you're working on but it won't I don't know. It's, yeah. um, it's yeah. something that I certainly hope goes away over time. Um, yeah. And really, like, there's no way of, uh, like, there's no way to overcome it without that. Like, that isn't simply just like just doing it more and more until you get used to it. Yeah. Th- yeah. At least in my opinion, um, I don't think there's like a switch in my brain that I'm going to be able to just like flick on. It's just like a dial that slowly oh, gets yeah. turned to the turned to the side until everything's everything's good. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I mean, I've even heard, like, I, I heard you um, did, like, a karaoke thing at Chainsaw once, right? And oh, yeah. Was, um, Man, I'm going to miss that been, place. Like, that was just a solo, right? Oh, yeah. Um, I think every time I've done Chainsaw at, or karaoke at Chainsaw, I've just, like, done the same song, which is uh, Bonfire by Childish Gambino, yeah. which is just, like, a very aggressive energy that I don't normally have. So it's just like, man, these people are drunk. This song is exciting as hell, and everyone's yeah. just going to have a good time. Um, yeah. And then there's like been karaoke's I've done at other places, uh, like the Boathouse at Victoria Park had like a sort of rock band night um, run by some guy, and I went with a friend a, like a few times and 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 just just had him just wailed at a microphone for a bit uh, <laughs> to a crowd of like at most five people, but still enjoyable. And then um, man, I love karaoke so much. Uh, yeah, there were yeah. like anime conventions too, where I went and I think I like did Rick Astley's "Never Gonna Give You Up." Um, Ooh, nice one. Because you know memes, I like memes. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Um, for some reason, even though I don't think I sing particularly well, um, like karaoke is just a sort of like communal, non-judgmental space where even if like, oh, yeah. even if I don't sing well, everyone like appreciates the effort a lot more um mm-hmm. as well as like at improv i feel like i ha- like 
I don't have to make them laugh, but when I'm up on stage, I have to be part of something that like elicits laughter from the audience. Even if it's not like my words directly, I have to like play to the top of my intelligence and like make sure like there's an expectation of like a certain outcome where yeah. in karaoke, it's just like, I'm just going to do this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But even um, then it's, it's still a bit, it's, um, it's not easy to do. Um, oh, yeah. yeah. I've, 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 I've only done it once with a group of people and that helped uh, when we were just all on stage. We did it at Chainsaw actually. Nice. Um, yeah. Do you remember what song? Uh, it was um, Come On Eileen. Nice. Um, yeah, I think we just we, uh, we were just going down the list alphabetically of songs and then when we found one that was... <laughs> we were <laughs> Where it's like, we all know this? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> kind of. It, I don't think we all knew, realized the, the words or knew... Um, realize how much we know of the song but yeah that's that's something we figured out on stage but it, that was easy but if it was solo yeah it would have been something else i feel like i would have just my voice would have just slowly gone quiet and just gone <laughs> complete dead silence if i was solo it's just um yeah it's uh because it's a bit frightening for me but but no that's amazing that you can do that i mean clearly you've um, even if, even though it's like a non-judgmental space, like you said, mm-hmm. it still takes a lot of guts and, and um, yeah, clearly you do have that performance side to you. So yeah, that's awesome. Listen, I, I believe you could achieve anything as long as you get some of that special cereal in you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I also wanted to just uh, ask you another question here, just like a general opinion i think or sure. like what's your what's i know you've been you've dabbled i guess in a couple couple um meetings of comedy i guess you were like you got your podcast here you got your um improv and you also listen to podcasting mm-hmm. and um yeah um i guess my question is what what's your favorite like kind of style of comedy and what's your favorite medium to to watch or to see performance? Um, so I think in general, I prefer like a stand-up comedian. Um, a lot of uh, like specials I've seen recently, like I just appreciate how they sort of refine their routine um, and then ultimately publish a single performance or like a stitch together series of performances to like Netflix or whatever. But um, in particular, I like... Uh, I like Mike Birbiglia's style of stand-up comedy where yeah. he always, in all the specials I've ever seen, it's it's a very like sort of circular narrative and then comedy is just like interspersed throughout. Um, yeah. But like everything just like sort of comes back to the start. And I, I appreciate so much that he's able to do that because I, like even just being funny alone is hard uh, yeah. to, to make yeah. it coherent is another level and then to, to, to wrap everything together in like a neat little package and then give it to the audience is, is just outstanding. Um, yeah. And a similar, totally yeah. And, and like a similar sort of standout series of performances were like the middle ditch and uh, Schwartz uh, specials or like live shows where, you know, as improvisers, their ability to tell uh, like a full story arc and as like many different characters portrayed by just the two of them, not necessarily each person like having an assigned character. Like they, they sort of 
rotate as needed for the purposes of the scene. It was, and just like the energy that they bring and still like be so goddamn funny. Um, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I, like I, I think those are like my two sort of favorite performances uh, of the last little while for sure. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, those are great. Um, I haven't seen that um, Mitchell, and, Ooh, Mitchell and Schwartzman. Uh, Middle on, Ditch. I, Middle Ditch? Yeah. <laughs> Middle Ditch and Schwartzman um, live show. Because I think it's on Netflix, so yep. isn't it? Yeah. No, I'll definitely check that out. Um, Highly no, Schwartzman. Um, known from Parks and Rec and other things as well. John Ralph. Uh, yeah. Best character. Um, and the early show, I think it was like a funnier guy. Thing yes. Yes, it is. And uh, uh, this guy's got a lot of energy. He's just he's amazing. He's have great. you seen like the, the hour and a half long outtakes version of that? Yeah, I have actually. <laughs> I have. I, yeah, I mean, I probably should have like yeah, I probably should have gone to bed. Like, it's just one of the things I I, I watched like late at night, and you know, probably should have gone to bed at that point. But that was really good to watch. <laughs> it was really funny. Um, the, the realization the I had night. when um when I realized that like oh this this show is actually just about the stages of grief. I was like oh yeah, interesting exactly yeah didn't yeah. expect that at all. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But yeah, uh, um, uh, Ben Schwartz and Lauren Lapkus were the hosts, of, or they played the hosts on that. Um, yeah. Joe Hartzler was like uh, Mark, the production guy, mm-hmm. and man, great, great, funny people that yeah. I hope I hope get as much success as they possibly can. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah, no, that's awesome. Um, definitely, really funny people. <laughs> uh, so back back to you. Um, mm-hmm. How has it been living in uh, British Columbia relative to how it was back here in Kitchener? It's been great. Yeah, it's it's really beautiful over here. It's hard to leave. Sure. <laughs> I, I didn't think I'd be here. Um, I thought, it, yeah, I mean, I'm already at the two-year mark. And I thought at this point, maybe I'd, I'd, I'd be back in KW. Like, I'd, I'd get a, a couple of years experience here. Mm-hmm. Uh, Just build up that resume a little bit. Yeah. Spend some time uh, with, uh, with the siblings and then uh, head back out yeah. east to Ontario. But uh, that exactly that does not appear to be what actually happened. No, no. <laughs> um, it has to do, it's just, yeah, the place that I work at is, is really amazing. And I, it doesn't feel like a place where you can just um, work there for a couple of years and just leave. Mm-hmm. It's just constant learning for me there. And, and uh, it's a good place. Like, I feel really lucky to be working there. And then just being in BC here, it's, it's amazing. Um, just really beautiful um, province in the city uh, that I'm in, Vancouver, I guess. Um, and I haven't, I've barely even explored it at all. Like I- uh, Oh, you're just actually, saying like the, the metrop- metropolitan like Vancouver area? Well, yeah, no, the, the, the metropolitan area, I feel like I've been around. Um, like, I feel like I've explored a fair bit of it. But I mean, the people here are just constantly doing some like outdoor activities going on hikes and 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 uh, like I, I guess that's during the summertime or constantly skiing and mm-hmm. just doing so much stuff like I mean when we when I go to work and people are like oh how was your weekend um I tend to just be like yeah I just relaxed for a bit maybe maybe played some soccer maybe did something but uh but yeah when I 
turn the question over to them. They're just like, oh yeah, no, I went to the island. I did this and so hike. I was, <laughs> some people bike to different, like actually bike to different cities or towns mm-hmm. that will take like an entire day going over there and then an entire day coming back. So they're just constantly, um, yeah, there's just a lot to do here. And so that's why I kind of encourage people to come and visit me. And that, that also includes you. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, if you can, if you can come and, and visit, that kind of encourages me to, to do, uh, to kind of explore the area together. To do cool shit. Exactly, yeah. Because <laughs> that's the only time I've been actually able to do, like I do some stuff with my siblings. But, um, but yeah, that's, that's the only time that really forces me to, to, to go to places here. Yeah, man, I'll come out anytime. And by that, I mean, I'll come out as long as I have vacation time available from my workplace. <laughs> yeah, uh, no, as soon as you get that vacation time, man, just yeah. uh, consider it and let me know when you're here. It's gonna do. It's gonna do a big trip. I'll spend. I'll spend half a week in BC, and then I'll, I'll stop by Calgary either before or after to visit my sister, and it'll be good. Yeah, uh, I feel like I've squandered my vacations for like the last two or three years because it's just like outside of um, like a single week that I've had doing like going to Oceaga, uh, most of my vacations have just been like I'm gonna stay at home and just like have a really really long weekend. Yeah. Um, yeah. People do so, yeah, that I, too, yeah. Uh, taking a taking a journey outward from uh from my home seems like a, a good idea. Yeah, absolutely. And I don't know if you've ever been out to the west here, but it's just it's amazing here. Oh yeah, I it's hear beautiful. wonderful things. Yeah, yeah. There's just so many amazing places in Canada. So um, just even if we can't go travel to other places abroad. Um, there's so much to explore here and it's just, mm-hmm. I, I feel like we're lucky here. Is there, is there anything that you have in mind that you have been waiting for like someone to, to come out and visit for you to do? Um, yeah. I just Hell don't yeah, know too. if it, I do. Yeah. I just don't know if, it, if uh, anybody would be, it, it, it'll be, have to, we'd have to try something completely new. Um, there's this place in, on the Island called Tofino. And it's really known for some surfing there and some uh, somewhat like um, really cool water activities over there. And uh, yeah, I'd love to try that. I haven't done anything like that. And uh, it, um, we were going to like, I, I got a couple of friends who visited me um, not too long ago. Yeah, it was last year. Oh, wow. It's just time flies. But yeah. Um, <laughs> Listen, 2020 has been like. Time has been this weird amorphous blob that just kind of either accelerates or decelerates at at whim. Exactly. Yeah. No. For some reason, I thought it was it was this summer, but um, <laughs> last summer. Uh, yeah, and I think we we were gonna try to do that, but I real, we realized how far. Um, like we we just started maybe our day a bit late, and realized how it, it definitely needs like a, an entire day dedicated to that. Cause gotcha. It's, um, especially if we're in the city, like we're in Vancouver. Um, just getting to the island and then getting to Tofino because it's like on the other side of the island um, would definitely take an entire day. Um, but yeah, that's one of the things I definitely want to do. But, but there's just so much to do here. It's uh, yeah. mm-hmm. I hear there's also that's wonderful awesome. food options. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, seafood here is amazing. Um, just all in, in all kinds of food. Like Chinatown has some good food um downtown yeah really that, anywhere that that is my primary uh topic of interest if i ever visit anywhere it's like okay what what spots am i hitting up 
Yeah. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Gimme, give gimme, give gimme. Give yeah. Exactly. Although for Middle Eastern food, which I do have a lot of, um, mm-hmm. it's uh, you really have to find some good places. It's not not every you know. Not nearly as popular. Here. Gotcha. Yeah. Not every shawarma place here is going to be as good as anything in KW or anything interesting like Mississauga or some of the, those places there. Are, I think pretty much anywhere. You know what that means, though, right? That means that if you ever want to want to quit engineering, you you could be the best shawarma in town. <laughs> the opportunity yeah, is there. <laughs> My cooking skills are <laughs> uh, definitely subpar. So, but yeah, yeah, no, I guess that could be an option. But I mean, come on, really, you're going to compete with the other other food places here in Vancouver. It's it, there's just all too good. <laughs> gotcha. It doesn't um, matter if there's that many good shawarma places. But yeah. Uh, so, uh, do, do you cook for yourself, uh, at home, uh, on, on the regular, do you have your sister cook and you like clean dishes? Was that negotiated or, or do you just order takeout a lot of the time? Um, we do have something negotiated. We split, um, like one time this week I'm cooking next week. She's cooking. Um, we do get busy a lot, both of us. So we do end up getting takeout. Hell yeah. Fair bit you know, fairly frequently, um, which, yeah, which isn't the greatest. I mean, takeout is amazing. I think maybe it's better to just, um, yeah, if we eat out, that's nice, but sometimes we're even lazy and just kind of order oh, something yeah. in. And I, I feel you on that one. The price is just <laughs> way up. And, yeah. But yeah, no, we do try. I mean, I, I, honestly, the only things I can cook are like um, any stir fry dish. Like you can just vary the protein that you use for the stir fry. And then, mm-hmm like some pasta and stuff. I'm not really a chef, but from time to time, yeah, I, I do like to try to do some new things, but that's if I really have the time and, and the, uh, um, I don't know, mental energy, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> it's important, it's so, yeah. important to have both for sure. Yeah. Um, I remember I moved down in October, uh, to where I am now from my parents' house. And, uh, I think there was like one time where I was like, okay, I have like 30 minutes to cook this thing um, and like do the prep on the vegetables and stuff or whatever uh, before I like had to play WoW. And I ran really close up against the timer. I was just like, man, I don't want to be late to play a video game, which in hindsight, not the right call. I should have just focus on doing the, <laughs> doing the food. Uh, I absolutely just like scuffed the meal. I'm just like, well, it's, it's edible. So I'm just going to put this in my face and, uh, and oh yeah. Uh, we're going to put the pots and pans down for a bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I've done that a couple of times. It's, uh, you know, yeah. If it's, as long as it's edible, you can kind of deal with the, the, um, uh, circumstances later, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you could just make it work and then learn not to do that again. But yeah, yeah from time to time, you kind of force it to deal with it. But yeah. Uh, so talking about more recent things, um, like how is, how, how's your life been during quarantine? Um, yeah. So during quarantine, it's, I've been, I guess, pretty lucky. Um, we've been able, we kind of rushed things to be able to work from home. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think as a, as a company, the, uh, uh, the HR and the, and, uh, what's it called? The tech team <laughs> really kind of, made sure we can all work from home like last minute gotcha and um we went back home in in stages i guess we didn't like um, as soon as the global pandemic was just announced that um 
not everyone just immediately went to home. It just mm -hmm. slowly, uh, we started emptying our office. Um, that I, for me though, it wasn't, I, I can't, it was a bit difficult for me to work from home. Um, I didn't have, I didn't invest in a proper workstation and, um, just living with my siblings and stuff and just being, just being at home in general got really distracting. Uh, and I couldn't, I wasn't able to focus too much, um, unless I really had to. And then that ended up being pretty late at night where I had to do some of the work. Um, but yeah, luckily, uh, because BC here, we've been also really lucky to not been hit so hard with the cases, mm -hmm. although it's kind of starting to go up now. So we've got to be mindful of that. But, oh, yeah. but yeah, it, since it wasn't too bad, we, um, I'm now working in the office. We went back to the office. Um, it was also in phases. And uh, I was one of the first people to go back. Because <laughs> much like, I, I need to. I exactly. need to. Otherwise, none of this work's getting done. Yeah, yeah. My brother moved in. Uh, like, during COVID, he moved back in with us for a bit. So we back to sharing a room. Mm -hmm. And that was, that was hard uh, <laughs> to be able to work because, um, you know, he'd either have the room and then have the living room or something. Because mm -hmm. we can do it uh, at the same place. Um, and then as soon as I went back to work, he moved out and I was like, okay, well, we could have done that to begin. <laughs> but yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm, I'm just, I feel like it's much better for me to work from home. I've worked from the office. Mm -hmm. I know it's different for everyone. Like um, for me, it was just like, I wasn't actually able to get in the hours. Some people were get, putting in a lot of hours, like people who at work putting in a lot of hours and just couldn't separate work from actual, like, you know, relaxing and, 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 and putting oh, yeah. work aside because it was just in their home. Um, and I know some people like, you know, they prefer working at home, but that wasn't the case for me. So I I'm just glad I can work in the office again. Yeah. <laughs> rock on, rock on. Yeah. So, so Amber, as someone who listens to this show, uh, do you have any feedback you'd like to give me live on air? Any feedback? Any feedback? I mean, it's been going great, man. I I, I like it's it, it's just it's actually fun to watch and fun to and and also just good to um, get caught up on you know people I knew from, from high school that mm -hmm. I haven't heard um, anything about pretty much since leaving high school or graduating. Um, and yeah, you keep it pretty interesting. You keep the uh, the questions, the structure, entertaining. So, all good stuff. All good feedback here. Cool. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, just glad to be on the show as well. And um, nothing really more. Excellent. Sorry, I just really uh, can't seem to think of things. <laughs> it's okay, man. I don't think I've got my head working on right now so there's been a lot of uh <laughs> not knowing what to say but yeah no it's just overall really great show nice well thank you so much um back to the structure uh yeah. so so amber you know this question's coming as a listener of this show if you were to host your own version of the show where you reconnect with your old friends uh who would you like to have on as a guest uh, yeah, um, I'd have yeah I'd, I'd, a couple people I've had in mind that I just haven't been able to 
you know, reconnect with. Um, Brandon Ho is one that comes to mind. He, you know, um, we, we were kind of in touch a bit early on after graduating high school mm-hmm. or after leaving high school, but then, yeah, just kind of lost contact with him and uh, it'd be nice to know what he's been up to. Yeah, just um, he's a good friend and definitely had some good times in high school, so mm-hmm. get to catch up with him. I remember, um, I remember one time, I think it was either maybe after first or second year, like in the summer, uh, we had like a big old, a big group IB trip to, to Wonderland. And yeah. I, 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 I hadn't talked much with Brandon during high school, uh, mm-hmm. but as we were like in line for one of the rides, um, I, I, I quickly learned that like he had a similar sort of childhood to me where we had like older sisters. So we mm-hmm. were very uh, well familiar with like 90s pop boy bands in terms of like <laughs> lyrics oh, and our ability to recite those lyrics at will just because it's just been so ingrained. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's funny, really. Yeah. Yeah, yeah right. I know anybody has an older sister. Um, but yeah, no, it'd be cool to reconnect with him. Um, there's also a couple of people. Uh, Tosh as well. He's <laughs> a really funny guy. I haven't don't know what he's been up to lately. Me either. Um, <laughs> but I know, I, like, I know before he was in KW area. I don't know where he's up to now. But um, yeah, and then there's yeah some people from university that I haven't got caught up with. Um, I, I I'm just I'm really bad at, at like um, catching up with people who I don't see. I haven't maybe didn't see regularly mm-hmm. the, to begin with. Um, so yeah, I think that's just something I need to work on, and because you know I've, I've known a lot of really great people, and it's just it's a shame to kind of lose touch with them. So, yeah. I I I think I think a lot of times when I ask that question, a lot of people feel like a sort of guilt that they haven't uh, reached out to people, and to that I say, don't worry about it. Like, even if nothing wrong happened, you just kind of stop talking. Um, like that's that like that that happens to everybody and it's not like a negative thing it's a very natural part of relationships um mm-hmm. if, if you feel a compulsion to to reach out to someone by all means go ahead but don't feel like it is your duty to do so yeah yeah i, I agree it's, it's just yeah no but i mean even what you're doing now is just good to see that um you know you're making the effort to to reach out to people and that's i think that's what we should be doing more of so you know i applaud you for that and that's thanks uh, um yeah it's a it's a good thing good thing to do and clearly uh, we all want to also get caught up with you and and um, see how you're doing as well so yeah yeah uh so so now that you've vocalized uh, uh the, these these names out into the out into yeah. the world do you think <laughs> you will actually do you think that you will actually head up anybody yeah, I'll try. I'll try to hit up Brandon. I don't know what if I if I hit up Tasha if he'd even respond. I feel like he's in his own world. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I feel like I'm gonna I'm gonna give it a go and, and see what they've been up to. Um, if you do, let me know how it goes. I, I yeah. it is my it is my hope that uh, if anybody says yes and responds and like has a conversation, that like that is something that is uh, yeah, it, it it it's good for the world. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. To, to have those conversations. No, I mean, it's, um, it's good you're also reminding me of that. So I appreciate it. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> um, yeah. 
So yeah, Emmer, is there is there anything else you would like to ask me at this time? Oh man. Um yeah, I mean, just what have you been up to lately? I know we kind of um talked about, you know, the past couple of years and mm-hmm. getting caught up on what you've been doing um since graduating and stuff. But yeah, lately, like what if what did you, did you um have any come up with any new like interesting hobbies or I know you've been busy with this podcast, which is yeah. cool, but um I don't know, do anything new or anything you're interested in trying out? Um so before the recording today, I was playing uh I was playing Valorant with uh Eddie Kim and John Martin. Did a oh, couple cool. of, did a couple rounds of that. Nice. Uh I booted up a game called Fall Guys, which is like a party game. Um uh did a few rounds. Tried to play a few rounds of that with with some friends, but the servers are being kind of weird. So we couldn't actually like mm-hmm. play more than one game, even though we were like trying for an hour. Um yeah. Uh, I've been watching a lot of Twitch streams lately. Uh, I've wanted to get back into, or I've wanted to start playing chess more, but I've learned that like I have a, a deep anxiety of like losing a round of chess, which is very much a part of the game. But like I just see it as like this giant failure that I didn't win a game. <laughs> um, yeah, just a classic case of like ladder anxiety. Uh, I'm, too, I'm too competitive, man. <laughs> That's a good thing. Yeah. Yeah, uh, and I, I posted a few videos to to uh, Facebook or whatever. But um, this this guy named uh, Dr. Alec Kanoja has a lot of uh, sort of videos on the topic of mental health. Um, so I've been watching a lot of those because nice. yeah, like like there was a point in my life where thing it, uh, the, the the patch was really rough, and looking back on it now. Um, Man, don't I don't wish that on anyone. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And outside That's... of that, uh, most of my day is really just kind of like spent at work, uh, just hard focusing on tasks that I'm given, as is my typical habits when it comes to comes to doing work that isn't homework. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I had a, had my uh, my performance evaluation the other day. And what I've learned is that uh, there are teams in my office that like want me to work for them. None of them are willing to offer me a pay raise. I was just like, man, oh wow, really? I'll, I'll, I'll do anything. Just give me the money. Like this is fair, right? Wow. Yeah. No, that's that kind of sucks. Yeah. Um, that, that that that's corporate life for you. Yeah. Sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe I don't know. Maybe you should also look into other places as well that can kind of appreciate you and, oh, for sure. and give you what you deserve. So I've, I've, yeah, I mean, for now, I guess. I've also felt a strong desire to like become a streamer and get money that way. <laughs> but uh, that's a, that's a bit of a lofty goal. I've, I've learned that even, uh, even though it's not like a physical space, I still have that sort of same performance anxiety that I mentioned earlier mm-hmm. where uh, that combined with like a focus on doing a task when I'm like playing a video game means that like I don't interact with any viewers um, mm-hmm. if they if they do happen to show up. But uh, I'm, I, I think I'm going to try to give a more concerted effort at that in my like free time after work and stuff. 
Uh, so, you know, may maybe that goes well. Maybe I just like develop a career on like Twitch as a streamer who just talks to people. Doesn't even have to be people I already do. Can be complete strangers. Oh, interesting. Yeah. 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 yeah I feel like you can definitely, um, you know, um, you know, keep a conversation going and keep it interesting and, and uh, keep people entertained. So definitely one of your many skills. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Appreciate it. Um, so I, I have one final question for you and it's not so much a question as it is something that someone asked me to bring up. Uh, they asked me to bring up toothpicks for some reason, I think. Oh, wow. What's yeah. the deal with toothpicks, Amber? Why, why is this a thing? Oh, yes. Um, thanks for that person for bringing that up. <laughs> no, who it, it, is. it could be anybody. It could be someone who had a birthday yesterday or something. Who knows? Yeah, yeah, it could be. It could very well be. Um, yeah, so uh, uh, it's... <laughs> love that guy so much. He, he just finds <laughs> a way to make fun of everything I do, and I oh, just no. find it hilarious. No, I really like it. Um, uh, yeah, so um, what that, that came from is, um, um, yeah, I was just chatting with a friend, um, you know, virtually, and then uh, it just happened to me uh, in the office at that time. And, well, I wasn't like, it wasn't during a work day. It was mm -hmm. just like, it was on a weekend, and um, I was just, just working in the office, and then I chatted with him there. And, and so we were talking about each other's work and stuff, and he was showing me what he's been up to which is pretty interesting. And then uh, I was showing him like some of the design work that I've been doing. And uh, I had, had this, uh, so one of my projects is uh, in um, the Northwest Territories, which mm -hmm. is really cool. Um, I wish I can go up there at one point because part of our role, I guess, I'm gonna branch off into many things. It's just That's perfectly fine. How I do things <laughs> for some reason. Can't even stick to my talk. The, the mind's working a million miles a minute. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, um, yeah, part, part of our role is that, you know, we, we do, of course, the design, we, we get that technical aspect, but then when it comes to the, con when it, the construction begins, we also have to review the work that they're doing over there and make sure it follows our design and follows what we have. Mm -hmm. So that's why I'm saying it, it would be interesting to go up there, but um, whenever that's possible. Uh, anyways, the project is in Northwest Territories, and um, it's not a big building. It's like this two, three-story uh, health service center up there and um, just because of the ground conditions um, you can't really have like a typical like you know uh, foundation like mm -hmm. um, you can't really um, uh, dig and in, 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 uh, in just have this typical like concrete foundation what we do instead is we have these like we need several piles that are dug into the ice pretty much or that frozen ground mm -hmm. um, just to support the whole building. So when I was chatting with that person, I showed him the building, I showed him the architectural side first and it would look all nice. And, you know, it was just, you can see from the ground above. Mm -hmm. And, um, and then as soon as I switched to the structural model, it was like a 3d model that I was showing him. I was sharing my screen. Uh, and then all of a sudden you can just see a bunch of piles, like these really long, piles supporting the entire building and he was like what is going on this is like like the entire or it was just there was a lot going on in that model and and it was slowing everything down and he's like honestly this whole thing looks like it's just 
being supported by just a bunch of toothpicks <laughs> to the ground. He's like, it looks like you might need to add a bit more there just to keep it, just to keep it afloat. Stable. But yeah, it's, just, yeah. It was, uh, it's funny. I like how, like the way he thinks and how he always finds a way to <laughs> take a quick, like, oh, yeah. you got to get your jabs in when you can, when you're, uh, yeah. when you're that guy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it does actually, it, it, it doesn't look, <laughs> especially yeah, when you look at that model, it doesn't look very appealing. It's just like this whole thing supported on like little tiny, very slender and long <laughs> things. So um, looks like yeah, a kid's actually, uh, like a kid's diorama or something, just exactly. like up on stilts. Exactly, that's what I was just gonna say. Yeah, like a science fair project or a <laughs> diorama or something. Um, but yeah, sometimes that's what you have to do. Yeah, yeah, sometimes there are just things that you have to do, and unfortunately, the thing I have to do now is bring the show to an end. Oh yeah. Uh, but we before we we fully wrap up here uh i would like to give my guests a moment to to plug and promote anything that either they've got going on or they want to encourage other people to see um so yeah never feel free to take away your own plug section great um i don't really have much to plug to be honest but um i guess i'll say i don't know i guess i brought I brought this up a bit earlier um about just like getting out of your comfort zone, trying to try new things and, and, um, and also just exploring Canada in general. I know we're like for, for those who are wherever you're stuck, I guess, during COVID, um, take that opportunity to just explore what's around you. I'm sure there's beauty everywhere you see. So, um, yeah, I don't know. It's pretty typical, uh, (laughs) um, motivational stuff I hear from, anywhere on the internet. So I don't think I'm adding much, but I, don't know, I guess that's what I feel at the time. So that's all I got. It's all, it's all beautiful, man. Yeah, I appreciate it. Connection again. No. Oh no. <laughs> That'll be it for, uh, for hello. We don't talk. Let's talk this week. Oh, Amber fully dropped out. Uh, uh, until next time, uh, stay safe and, uh, I'll see you then.